When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Now, you know, I'm going to say, so is it like you're all natural? Is that, is that what that, that little opening is that you're like? Yes, I'm all natural. <laughs> all natural. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's the voice of Doug Oster, who's getting ready to move into the convention center. For the Duquesne Light Pittsburgh Home and Garden Show, what a great job John DeSantis and those folks do. That'll be happening very soon. He'll give you details on that. Plus, it's a very special day in his household. He's going to tell you about that. But the real reason we bring him here to host his show every week so he can talk to you, his favorites, those who love gardening. So get on the line early and often so you can get all of those questions answered. And that number right now to Dow for your gardening questions is 866-391-1020. And if you're the 10th caller, you want a $25 gift certificate from Sorgles right now. But that number is 412-922-1020. Ladies and gentlemen, from everybodygardens.com and the Tribune Review, and soon to be appearing round the clock at the Duquesne Light Pittsburgh Harmon Garden Show, Doug Oster. Good morning. I am Doug Oster, and yes, I am going to be uh, appearing 26 times at the Home and Garden Show this year, but I love it. I love every minute of it. If you would like to come see me speak, believe it or not, you can get into the show for free, but here is the catch. You have to agree to come see me speak, and so... I'm on the first floor in the back, what's called the Green Thumb Stage. That's where I've been for the last several years. And everyone who comes gets a free packet of this rare tomato from a friend of mine, Gary Ibsen, from Tomato Fest. It's called Clint Eastwood Rowdy Red Tomato. Uh, and so that was... Stop. That's, yep, that's named because my friend Gary Ibsen uh, held this tomato fest every year in Carmel, California, where... Where Clint Eastwood was, the, was mayor. the mayor, right? And so they had a good relationship, and and Clint helped them with the uh, the oh, is that true? The festival, yes. And so this tomato is uh, they're two inches, six to ten ounce deep red round tomatoes with a little subtle point on the end, and they have a robust, bold, complex flavor, like a fruity sweetness balanced with uh, an acidic taste. It, it's it's got a, it's a complex, firm, juicy, inviting, snacking tomato. So I, this is the one I wanted to give away this year. Like I said, everybody who comes to see me speak gets one of those. And I, I just like the Clint Eastwood thing, you know, just like the, go ahead, make my salad. Well, the the, the, the rowdy thing is from Rowdy Yates. Rawhide. And here's what's very ironic, but nothing shocks me anymore. Every Saturday, one of my traditions after working a very long day here, I go home make myself something to eat, and I watch uh, a rerun of Rawhide. So uh, 
Hey, if the shoe fits or the cowboy boot fits, what? so be it. For the, those of you who don't know what Rawhide is, that was the first television show that Clint Eastwood was in. And yeah. that, the character he played was Rowdy Yates. Hence the tomato, Clint Eastwood, Rowdy Red. It's a very good series, and it still holds up after all these years. So also at the show, everybody who comes to see me speak will get a chance to win a flower carpet rose. You could also enter to win uh, a one in-depth tour of Falling Water with me, which includes the ability to shoot pictures in the house, which is not usually allowed, a tour of the grounds with horticulturist Ann Talarek, and we'll all have lunch together. As I said, I'm speaking 26 times. If you want to come to the home show, if you want to come for free, if you want to come see me speak, just see all the details at everybodygardens.com. That's everybodygardens.com. It's all listed there, and I would love to see you. Uh, but get signed up now so that we know you're coming, and I've already got some shows that are sold out. There's just there's not enough seats for everybody. So we're going to have a lot of fun there. Uh, as Rob says, I'll have a cot there. Uh, but That's a great show, though. Yeah, you know, for me... It's a chance to meet everybody. I have so much fun to be able to give away these seeds. And I love, you know, later we get in the season and they're sending me pictures of the tomato. You know, in the past years, last year I gave away Heart of Italy. The year before that I gave away Chocolate Stripes, I think it was. And so Clint Eastwood, Rowdy Red Tomato. You know, tomato like that, when people come and see the garden, you're going to be just like, uh, uh, let me explain this one to you. This is, this, is, this is Clint Eastwood, Rowdy Red. And they're like, What? So that's going to be cool. It's awesome. It is awesome. Well, I was out uh, in the garden, and uh, I got a call from KDK TV. They wanted to, to talk about things that were blooming uh, so early. And I started looking around. I said, okay, let me see what's going on. And uh, there's a shrub called Japanese Pieris. And for the earliest I've ever seen it, it has flowers on it. And, uh, you know, Bob Allen came. Who was just about to retire. Yes, and by the way, good guy. great guy, good friend. Wish him nothing yeah, but the he, best. Yeah, he's the best. And so he came and did a little piece and said, well, what can you do? What can you do about all this stuff coming up? And I said, well, we got good news and bad news. And they're both the same. There's nothing we can do. <laughs> it's, it's coming <laughs> Let Mother way. Nature do its thing. You know, I've got daffodils that have come up, and I took a picture of them yesterday. They're just like almost frozen and down, down laying their heads on the sidewalk. But they, in the 21 years they've been there, have always bloomed. Uh, the Japanese Pieris, it's still going to hold on to its flowers. Worst case scenario, something will freeze out, you know, like a daffodil or something like that, and you'll have to wait till next year. But just got to ride it out. Uh, I have some beautiful, beautiful snow crocuses blooming, which I had posted uh, last night on my Facebook page uh, because the light is different this time of the year. You know, we're getting these longer days and the angle of the sun. Last night, we had this nice, bright sun at the end of the day, and I was photographing my witch hazel and laying on the ground and photographing my crocuses, and it was just so beautiful because... Just like this morning, even before the sun came up, when I came out uh, to get in the truck, I could hear the birds starting. They know. They know. And it's <laughs> that, that such... Gonna be, that you're going to be at the Duquesne Lane. They oh know God, that I'm, I'm not going to be around to feed them for 26 appearances. Must no, I'm that, still feeding the birds, Rob. I'm must, still feeding must be the birds. that time of year. Doug's gone. And uh, I'll tell you what. We had a lot of fun last week doing the first uh, Facebook Live free masterclass on pruning with Dick Till from Davy Tree. You can watch it again in, in its entirety at Everybody Gardens. It'll be there forever. And if you want to learn how to prune, that's one way right there. Uh, Dick took us through all the tools, all the safety, 
uh, gave us some great poison ivy tips, actually, uh, along the way. And we just had an absolute blast. 33 minutes of live video, and thousands of people have watched it. Now you can just scrub through there, you know, forward and back, and see what you're interested in as far as pruning goes. The next uh, free masterclass, we don't know what day we're going to do it yet, but it's going to be with uh, Stephen Janoski from Janoski's Farming Greenhouse, and it's going to be all about starting seeds. I I put these free masterclasses together because I I just, I've seen a lot of stuff online where, where people are trying to teach gardeners what to do, but in the case of uh, Dick Till, he has worked with trees his entire career, his entire life. As, as far as starting seeds goes, Stephen Janoski starts thousands and thousands of seeds every year. Who else would you want to learn from? You know, yes, I know how to start seeds, but every time I, and I know how to prune, but every time that I see one of these experts, I learn something. If I learn something, you're going to learn something too. And it's a lot of fun. One more thing real quick to talk about. I'm taking people to Croatia in the summer of 2021. This is a weird trip because we got to have it all booked by June to get this big boat. It's for 36 people. Uh, that's all the people that can go, and that's why we have to have it booked a year in advance. I know that's like a scary thing, but you can get uh, travel insurance. I always get the travel insurance. You never know what could happen before that. And I had somebody come on one of my trips. I've been traveling all around the world with people. I had some people come on my – one person come on my trip, and two days before she hurt her knee and couldn't come, and she got every penny back. And – wait, I do have one more thing. Happy birthday to Cindy Oster. I was there when she turned 18, and now she's a little bit older than that, but looks exactly the same. Well, happy birthday to your lovely significant other. Now, congratulations to Carol, the winner of that $25 gift certificate from Sorgles. And we await your phone call. So all of our lines are open. If you have any questions, any gardening thoughts you need to get answered today on this Sunday morning, just weeks before you start planting all of that good stuff, call us, 866-391-1020. Let me give you 30 seconds, maybe some other things that uh, may... Generate some folks to want to call in today, Doug. Well, we're getting ready to get started. Uh, again, uh, one of the things I talked about uh, this this week is it's too early to dig. It's too early. You know, we got some mild w- weather, then it freezes, and then it's going to get cold again and get warm again. It's too early to start. But for this week's uh, video, I actually uh, figured out a way, three ways to get some seeds started outdoors. So that, you, you just know, can't wait. I can't. It's exactly what happened. I, I, told, I told people when I was filming it, listen, I can't wait, but here are three cool tricks, and they're at everybodygardens.com, to start seeds outdoors without digging. All right, short break. We'll come back. Doug Oster, the Organic Gardener, KDK Radio. All right, maybe something you're going to try new this year. Maybe you're going to plant something for the first time. You know, I was out at Janoski's the other day, and all these great seeds and things that they have that if you'd like to take home and get ready to do some planting of your own, they have them available in the uh, farm market expansion. Wetzel Seeds been around since 1911. Pretty cool stuff. So maybe you're trying something new this year, 866-391-1020. Should you approach planting something new with gusto or caution? Hmm, that's a great question, both. Uh, definitely with gusto and caution. I love growing something different. You know me. Uh, I've ordered a bunch of seeds, uh, some very different stuff. I, one of those seeds that I started in the video this week was called red tatsoi. And so tatsoi is from the kale family, only it's real mild. 
Uh, you could just throw it in a salad. Nobody would know the difference, but it only can grow in cold weather. And I'd never seen a red variety before. It's from a company called John Sheeper's Kitchen Garden Seeds. And uh, I also started some a brand new uh, a mustard green called Ms. America. And when I was starting seeds outdoors in this video, of course, you can't turn the soil over. And so I'm just, I bought a bag of compost. And I put the compost down, and I'm only, like this time of the year, I'm only starting seeds that are from the coldest crops that I know. And the idea is uh, that we're just putting these seeds down onto a medium. In one case, it was compost. The other time, uh, the other place in the garden was uh, pit moss, P-I-T-T-M-O-S-S. That's a local a company that's turning newspapers into planting medium, and I've been using it for the last two years, and I absolutely love it. It uses two-thirds less water. It's all recycled material, and I'm filling my containers with it. It's very lightweight, and I like that to using two-thirds uh, less water. And all I did with those beds is I covered them with something uh, so that when the sun comes out, it'll warm them up, and the seeds will sprout when they're ready. The idea being... I'm just emulating nature. You know, if, if red tatsoi or uh, mustard greens grew in the outdoors in, in the normal, and I've got, I've got some that has over, have overwintered, the mustard greens that have overwintered are already starting to go to seed because they've been under plastic and it gets warm. They're going to they're gonna drop their seeds. It's going to sit there all winter, and then they'll come up on their own. And so that's the idea. Then the third way I did it was a trick I learned from Jessica, uh, who put a planting medium into like a clamshell from like a, a, a coons where you would go and, and buy lettuce or whatever, or something that had a top on it. And you, and you put the, you, you put the seed starting medium in there, you get it wet, you put some seeds in there, you put the top on, you just leave it outside. Even if it was a tomato or something and just wait until they sprout as they normally would when the temperatures were right. And so that was the idea in this video, and we'll see how it goes. I got the tatsoi and a bunch of other stuff. Let me ask you something else, because I'm still learning as we go here. This is all sorts of information that just amazes me. You know, all these succulents that are out there now, people saying, get succulents, get succulents. What do succulents do as far as to feed the fire that is an organic gardener? Somebody that wants to get out and see things sprouting. Why are succulents such a popular item? Doug? Because they're indestructible. Uh, every cactus is a succulent, but not every succulent is a cactus. And so there's a million different types of succulents. Many of them flower, and so oftentimes they're grown indoors, kept on the dry side, uh, because, again, that that's naturally where they're from. And then sometimes in the summer we'll take them outside and see them bloom. But very easy to take care of. Lots of different textures, lots of different colors, uh, a lot of times garden plants are like fashion where they come and go. And right now, like back when you were uh, a kid in the 1970s, mm -hmm. house plants were really a big deal. Now they're coming back along with succulents uh, because uh, especially young people don't have a lot of room and they want to have some plants. Uh, house plants and many succulents clean the air besides providing oxygen. They also clean the air. So, uh, it's just, they're easy, they're beautiful. Uh, I just did a story actually at Sorgles where I went up there and, and talked succulents. It's fun to make more plants out of them. A lot of time they make these things called pups, mm -hmm. which is just something that kind of comes off the side of the plant. You just separate the pup from the plant and you get you make more, give them to a friend, that sort of thing. So they've just become a, a big deal. And like I said, there's just something about them. I remember one time I took them on TV 
uh, for Pittsburgh Today Live when John Burnett was there, and I was shown it, and they're just they, you know, to the to the <laughs> how should I say this? To some people, they would just look like desert plants, okay? And so I was people t- like me. I, I get you. I get right, you. I well, know a novice. I get <laughs> you. Say it that way. That's okay. And Burnett was just like. I was just like, and these are really beautiful. He was just like, they are? <laughs> you know, because it was cactus and little squatty succulents and stuff. But I just love them. I just love them. There's a, a real famous house plant, which is technically a succulent, uh, called mother-in-law's tongue. It's long and very sharp. And that's why they call it mother-in-law's tongue. It's also called snake plant. And it's probably, if you talk to anybody about house plants, they know what a snake plant is or what a mother-in-law's tongue is. But there's, it's, it's, used to be called Sansevieria. They've changed the classification, but I still call it Sansevieria. But there's one called Sansevieria cylindrica, which is the same uh, species of plant, but it just has these round, cool-looking stems as opposed to the flat, sharp tongue like the mother-in-law's tongue. And I, I love growing those. Sometimes they braid them together. Yeah, succulents are great. 866-391-1020. I'll tell you what does fascinate me, and it always has that time of year that we're in right now where people are out buying the seed packets. When you were in school, they would give them to you to you know raise money for a particular charity or to help a school fund of some sort. I always found it fascinating. When it comes to growing stuff that you can actually really enjoy at your table, what are some of the standards that the well, average gardener grows every year? But if you're a beginner like a lot of folks are right now listening, getting ready to go into the gardening season, what are some of the ones that you really want to definitely go with to, to kind of give you that experience of going from putting it in the ground to actually having it on your table? Number one crop that people grow is tomatoes. And they're very easy to start from seed. The thing you have to have is lighting. And nowadays, that's so easy to find. Back in the day, we used to take these fluorescent shop lights. It was a cheap way to run electricity and we would just hang a couple of those fluorescent shop lights on chains over flats of plants now we would use led because you know compared to fluorescent you know led uses barely any energy at all and they're bright inexpensive easy to find little ones big ones whatever size you have and the trick to starting a tomato seed is first off waiting my main crop doesn't go in until april 1st but i will start some early i've got a couple early projects going on here that I'll be starting them this month. But again, it's getting the soil evenly moist. It's putting in something with drainage, some kind of flat or container, whatever it might be. And then getting those tomato plants from your local nursery or tomato seeds from your local nursery. And your local nursery is going to have a lot of, a lot of variety. Whereas back in the day, you wouldn't have that, you know, you'd have a big boy and something else, maybe better boy. Now you've got probably, 50 different tomato varieties just at the nursery. You put that seed in, you put a little bit of mix on top of that, you press it in, you cover it with like plastic. I use uh, old dry cleaner bags. That keeps the soil evenly moist. Then once it sprouts under those lights, you pull it off and you're going you're gonna to have a tomato plant that you can uh, grow on and eventually reach fruition Uh, sometime in the summer. We'll take a very short break. We'll come back. We're going to talk to Janet. She's standing by to talk to Doug. Now would be a great time for you to call. All of our lines are open. 866-391-1020. Boris Shiloff with your news coming up next. Yes, I am. I mean, no. Yes, he. Like, could you imagine if I had a host of the show by no, myself? No, <laughs> no, Thank goodness you're here. All right, listen, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you're the tenth caller, you win a twenty-five dollar gift certificate. Two 
Janoskis, and of course that number is 412-922-1020. And Doug's getting ready for the Duquesne Light Pittsburgh Home and Garden Show. Real quick before we get to the phones, you can come see me at the Home and Garden Show, which starts Friday, 10 days straight. I'll be there for 26 appearances if you want to come see me. Get some free rare tomato seeds called Clint Eastwood Rowdy Red. Chance to win flower carpet roses. Chance to win a special tour to Falling Water. Just go to everybodygardens.com. You can see how to do it, and you get to come to the show for free as long as you promise to come see me speak. All right, Rob, let's get to those callers. All right, let's say hi to Janet. Janet, how you doing? Good morning. How are you? Good. Hi, Janet. How you doing? Oh, I'm hanging in there. That's all right. about all you can do, right? One oh, day at a time. I got that right. You got that right. <laughs> Listen, I have a money tree, okay? And we moved, and the tree was in um, a room that was had big windows and a lot of light. And But now I moved to a small house, and, uh, and the leaves are falling off. Not as, much, just, not as much light, right? Not, well, yeah, it's still getting, I have smaller windows now, yeah, it, and so it's still getting some light on, you know, like one branch, but I have like, I mean, this is in a big pot, and I, it's like five feet tall, it's as like tall as me. Right. And it's not yellow, but they're just falling off. When, when a plant goes from one lighting condition to another, and the second c- condition is less... It naturally drops its leaves. You know how to water it. You've had the plant forever, so that's not a concern. So Yeah, it actually was in, my mother passed away five years ago, oh, and it was in a basket. Okay. And I took it off, and it was a wee little plant, and it's grown, it's like five feet tall. And I'm like, um, and I thought it was the heat, because we're in a small ranch house now, and it's like, it goes from real hot in here to real cold. Somebody told me it was temperature. I'm guessing more light. You know, the, a money plant can take just about anything. Uh, so once it gets adjusted to that light, the nice thing, Janet, about that money tree is once it becomes mature and starts uh, budding, you'll be able to pull $100 bills off it. I know. I'm I'm waiting because I'm unemployed. Oh, there you go. You know, <laughs> so you, you, I know how urgent it is for you to keep this money tree going. I know. I know, but it was like it's bothering me. Like every day, like I pick up a bunch of leaves on the ground. Let it do like, let let it do its thing. Don't overwater it, and it'll come back. It'll start to sprout leaves for you. All right, hey, congratulations to Jay, winner of that twenty five dollars gift certificate from Janoski's. He is from Crescent, and let's go to McCandless and say good morning to John. Hi, John. Hi, Doug. Uh, good morning to you. Uh, my question is uh, for. Uh, Planting uh, flowers, annual flowers, and uh, hanging pots mm-hmm. on the rails of decks. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year, my my mom, who's ninety one, loves flowers and planting. She used a uh, total pit moss uh-huh. in those containers, and I I thought, oh, mom, you should have mixed that with some like fifty fifty potting soil. I mean, the the flowers did fine and everything, but uh, what's the proper mix? For, uh, like- Actually, they make a type of pit moss, and that's not peat moss. It's pit, as in P-I-T-T. Yeah, pit moss. Yeah. Right. They they make one called Plentiful that I use. It already has some fertilizer in it. The actual medium, okay. the actual medium of the pit moss is fine for the plants. The only thing, if it if it's not the Plentiful, it might need some uh, additional feeding. And so, if, in the case of your mother, who's ninety one. 
I would get her the pit moss plentiful, and then it's going to have everything the plant needs in it as long as you keep it watered. And as I said, the the plentiful needs two-thirds water, which, again, it's another uh, bonus for growing it on the, you know, you don't have to water as much, basically. And, and having it on the deck like that, that's going to work out really well for you. And even with the pit moss plentiful, it's got a lot of stuff in it, a lot of, a lot of organic fertilizers. I still would feed my containers, you know, like a liquid fertilizer or like a grow from a spoma. It's a, a liquid yes. organic fertilizer that comes in a concentrate. You know, yep. er, er, when you go over there maybe once a month and you're watering the, okay. the watering those flowers, add a little bit of that uh, grow, and that's going to uh, help them quite a bit. Thank you for the call. Let's keep it going. We'll go to uh, Pauline up next for Doug Oster. Hi, Pauline. Hi. Yeah, um, good morning, gentlemen. I have a quick question. I received a hydrangea for my birthday back on February 2nd, and it's just beautiful. It was beautiful. Um but all of a sudden, everything just dried up. The leaves are just just falling apart, and and the um, blooms on it all dried up and died. Is there any way I can save it? What's the watering like? I'm sorry. What is the watering like? What? How often are you watering? What's the soil? Just so once a week. Just once a week. Okay. Does it have drainage, or does it still have like a foil or something on it that would stop? Yeah, yeah, it has. It's in a um, um, metal plant, a metal container, and it has like, um, I guess, netting around it. Okay. Like netting. Is it able to drain, or does it hold the water? No, it would hold the water. Okay, well, that's my guess is that there's too much water in there. Uh, it In this case, first off... Does it have a plant tag with it? Does it have a tag in there telling you what? No, I, I don't okay. think that. So we're just we we're gonna we're one. gonna hope that it's it's one of those ones that can grow outdoors. And so okay. for now, we're gonna let it dry out a little bit. I would pick up that pot. Is it heavy? And if it's heavy, that means there's too much water in there. No, it's very very light. Very and then light. it's the opposite. Then it's it needs water. And so. Uh, the, would I cut all these blooms off and these? Anything, the anything that's anything dry? that's dead is removed. Always, any dead wood is always okay. re removed. And so okay. now we're. It sounds like we're looking at the opposite. We're looking at not enough water. Uh, yeah. The funny thing about it, when you're you know when you're calling about a plant, and you tell me it's leaves are dropping. It could either be from not enough water or way too much. And so in this mm -hmm. case, it sounds like not enough. We we just want to limp it along, and keep it alive until we can get to about the end of April and then we can stick it outside. And so I would just watch the watering and just uh, keep an eye on it and hopefully you'll get some new growth on there. All right. Thank you for the call. Coming up next hour, the Coons Cooking Hour, it's vegan alternatives and meatless meals as the Lenten season is here. Jim Meredith, Belinda Schlagenhop, Hepfern Tillotson's Your Money and You, 9 to 11. And then the Coons Market Black and Gold Sunday Show. Boris Shabov coming up within 15 minutes. Another look at news. Pirates get their first spring training win yesterday. Penguins had a tough time at San Jose. Sports two minutes away. Rob Pratt Sunday, KDKA Radio. Good morning. Before we get to the Duquesne Light Home and Garden Show, reminding everyone you will be there around the clock, talk about Croatia. Oh, yes, Croatia. Going <laughs> to Croatia in the summer of 2021. That's a long way away. But it has to be booked now because we're going to be on a private yacht for 36 people. Look at us. I'll be have a smoking jacket on, you know, the cigarette holder, the whole bit. It's going to be good. Darling! And uh, we're going to have a 12-day cruise through Croatia, see all of the country and its islands. Uh, if you're interested, 
it is very early to have to book, but we have to get the boat a year in advance. There is travel insurance. You'll get all your money back if you can't make it. You can see all the details on my Facebook page at DougOster.com. Or just give me a call. People have been calling me that don't have Internet access where I can send you a, a pamphlet. It's 412-965-3278, 412-965-3278. And come see me at the home show. starts Friday. I'm doing 26 appearances, five different topics. You get free tomato seeds when you come. You can get into the show for free if you promise to come see me speak, but you have to get on the list. So go to everybodygardens.com. Check out all the details there. Uh, send me an email. I'll get you on the list. Like I said, some of the d- dates are already sold out. Uh, but the Home and Garden Show is just a, a wonderful event. It's my Super Bowl. It's big. It's yeah. big. And especially this year, as we're all anticipating an early spring. So it's even more exciting. Going to be good stuff. All right, let's go to Steve in Manesson for Doug Oster. Hi, Steve. Hi. Good morning, Doug. Rob. Hey, question, Doug. I got a couple of them. I have a big vegetable garden we've had in the family for well over 60 years. My dad's still living. God bless him. He's 99. He would, we have friends that have horses, and we would take manure off of their hands. And I let a buddy of mine talk me into it a few years, maybe four or five years ago. And that was a mistake because I had so many weeds and hay, and my dad said, well, yeah, you're going to get that. Now, we didn't have very good luck last year. I have a neighbor that grows tomatoes from seed, and he gives them to me. And um, he said to check the pH in the soil. What, how do you go about doing that? Where do you get a kit to do that? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, what county are you in? Westmoreland, Mon Valley. Okay, that, so you can get the, uh, the soil test kit from the Penn State Cooperative Extension there in Greensburg, and I think they still do it via mail, but just give them a call. It's $9.00. You you get uh, you know take little samples of the soil and the pH is really important. Uh, even if you have all those nutrients from you know you're gonna have a lot of great nutrients from that horse manure, but if the pH isn't right, the plants can't absorb the nutrients. So let's talk a little would... let's talk a little bit about the the horse manure. And so yes, that is the the plus side is the horse manure has it has to be well aged it has to be at least a year old but the plus side is it gives you all those nutrients the downside which you found out is all that hay sprouting right yeah so when you, uh, if you still apply that horse manure when you plant like if you had a tomato bed i would just put the horse manure down then i would just cover it with 7 to 10 layers of wet newspaper if you could still find newspaper and then some straw and that'll stop your weed problem, but you'll have the benefit of the uh, soil enhancement. But I also my son did that last year with a, some type of a cover, and he cut cut it out. So yeah, that, like a black black know, landscape I don't know if fabric. Water. Yeah. Well, last I, mean, I took it off. He left it on over the winter, and then last last week I took it off. I buy the um, the lime. Uh, an old buddy of mine said if you put lime on it and then let it set early, it'll seep in the soil slowly with the rain. How often would you apply lime? Because I've had pretty good luck when I've done that, and then I'd let it, I'll till it in. Yeah, see, um, here, here's here's the thing, though. You don't know how much lime you need to put in without that test. And, and, right, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get that test. And when you get the test, the, like my dad used to send us out every spring, boys, we're going to lime the yard. He didn't know if he was using half as much as he needed or twice as much. 
So you get the soil test, you get a, a, a scientific number, then you'll get a scientific formula on how much lime to add. And and then you'll then you'll get your pH right where it should be, and you'll be in good shape. One more question. Now I'm not going to fool. I, I like my friends and everything, but I don't like the weeds. Um, my aunt used to say use mushroom manure um, that you won't get as many weeds. Is it worth considering talking to a friend of mine that has a landscaping company and a farm to get like a dump truck load of mushroom manure? The one downside that can be from mushroom manure is that it can be uh, highly alkaline, which is a pH issue. And so we never know. Usually we tell people with mushroom manure once every three years. Uh, okay. You know, but I have a question for you. What is it about this garden that's been going on for all these years that keeps you doing it? Um. Well, now we freeze the tomatoes. The family, mm-hmm. everybody, we, my dad, like, we, my mom used to can them, and my ex-wife, and I'm, she cans them. They, they come up. Everybody kind of helps out, um, the whole family, to keep, it's, it's just economical. I mean, I yeah. grow peppers, I, you know, I grow a lot of different things, and um, it, just, it just makes sense. I mean, it's just something that's a tradition that we've done, and I like Nothing. You can't beat a good tomato and mayonnaise sandwich on white bread. You get, <laughs> you get the Isley chip ham. That's Pittsburgh to the core. You got so that I right. To ask you, now, what I want to ask you, if you have a Klondike after that, it, it, you can't beat it. It slices uh, land of lakes, yellow American cheese. What I wanted to ask you, though, is if I get the manure, say, this is early March, if I got it when the weather starts warming up in April, how long would it need to sit before I plant? I mean, if I let it sit April and then we don't generally plant till the middle of May to late May. You know, the thing is, it you got to be careful with fresh manure. It has to be well-aged because it could have E. coli in it and it could be so high in nitrogen that it's going to burn the plants. And so the idea is we, we usually say as a basic rule, like if you're getting it from that farm, from that horse farm, find the oldest stuff you can. Ask them, just say, hey, is this a year old or is this from yesterday? Uh, I want it to be a year old just so that we can avoid those problems with uh, you know any kind of problems like E. coli or anything like too much nitrogen to, to burn the plants. But other than that, once it's well-aged, that's one of the best things that you can put into your garden. Oh, I can't wait to get started. As I said, I, I couldn't wait, so I did get started. And when the sun comes out and we get like 49 degrees today, 50 degrees, and it goes through that plastic uh, and warms up that soil, I'm hoping those seeds are going to sprout here sometime this week, and that will make me look like a genius, Rob. And we all like that, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Home and Garden Show starts Friday. Come see me. Go to Everybody Gardens to see how you can come for free. You need to talk to me. I need to put you on the list. If you're not on the list, you're not going to get in, whether it's raining, cold, sunny, or hot. Enjoy every day in the garden. Ladies and gentlemen, he is Doug Oster, the Organic Gardener. Sundays, 7 to 8 a.m. KDKA Radio. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.